Good morning, everybody. It's September of 2020, the year that we will all be like, ooh, yeah, that was very 2020. Like, I think it's going to become some sort of catchphrase of like, that's a crazy rough time and season in our life. So today, I'm really just kind of doing a 2020-20 update. If you remember, way back in the beginning of this podcast, oh, geez, it's episode three or four, like beginning It was, I had made goals for myself, 20 goals for 2020 with the number 20 in them. Does anybody remember how ambitious I was in December, (laughs) January? I was going to read 20 books. I was going to read 20 minutes a day. I was going to walk 20 minutes a day, save $20 a week, send 20 letters, grow 20 different garden varieties or plants in the garden. Apparently, I was going to bake 20 different pies and varieties. I pulled out my list, my goal list today, and that's on there. I was like, wait a second. I said 20 pies? And my husband's like, yep, that's a good goal. You can make up for lost time. Yeah, I didn't do a single one. I didn't even remember that that was a goal. Go on 20 coffee dates. Well, 2020 really messed that up for me from March until, I don't know, August, not a single one, not one. So got a lot of lost time to make up for that too. I definitely won't save the $20 a week, which I haven't been doing. If I try to get in the next, I think I have two or three coffee dates down. So 17 in the next, how many weeks of the year are there? There's like, oh, you guys, this is scary. 14 weeks left of 2020. That means (laughs) Christmas is coming. It's right around the corner. I have already bought one Christmas present. No, two Christmas presents for this year. So it's time, people. It's your fair warning and reminder to start shopping now. I'm actually in charge of the name draw for our family, for, well, my in-laws side. Drawnames.com. They're not a sponsor. This isn't an ad, but they're totally awesome. I use it every year. It saves everybody's information and it saves who they drew last year so that they don't get it again the same person next year. So I did do that and I got all of the names drawn and sent out weeks ago. So apparently I am thinking ahead to the end of 2020. Um, There were a lot of things that I probably should have been able to do very easily in 2020 on this goal sheet that I just didn't do, like make 20 new recipes. Now, I actually think I may have made 20 new recipes, but I didn't write them down, so I have no proof. So then I feel like I failed. doesn't really count. Um, memorizing 20 phone numbers. Well, I'm still working on the th- my three kids. <laughs> like, wait, which one is yours? Which one? Okay. Caller, assistant, Siri, whatever you call it, our phones, contacts. Is it making us dumb? <laughs> Are we using our brain less? Because I'm just like, it's pretty sad that I don't have my own kids' cell phone numbers memorized. And if push came to shove, I think I'd be able to remember it. But I don't, like, rattle it off because I don't use it. I don't type it in. I put their name in. Oh, my goodness. I feel like Google Maps has sort of done the same thing to us. We can rely on it to take us everywhere or just the maps and your iPhones or anything else. (laughs) Remember MapQuest? back in the day where you pre-printed it out at home and took the papers with you. We don't have to think as much. Then we have more time for TV and Netflix and social media. Oh, oh, I'm starting to feel a little bad about myself this morning. (laughs) And just culture in general. 
I think we're losing our ability to think a little bit, <laughs> to think about what direction does this road go? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your phone, your GPS, it'll tell you to U-turn if you did it wrong. They'll reroute you. It's all good. I had 20 hikes. <laughs> that was super ambitious. We're going to drive all over Wisconsin this year, and we're going to go for hikes. We didn't. <laughs> My kids are at camp all summer. I think we went for, oh, oh, we went for one. We did go for one, but, or two. But we didn't do all of these things that I was so ambitious to start the year out with. That was going to be my goal. Read 20 books. Okay, I've read like six. Not bad for me. I'm reading two right now. So if I actually finish them, because as I said in my initial 2020-20 episode, I said I don't count them until I finish them, but I've got like a lot of them started. So now that I think about it, I probably have like four or five started. Maybe I'll just change my goal for the year to just finish the books that I've started. All right, anybody else out there? A book starterer and not finisher? Do that. Do this with me. Let's finish our books. That can be the remainder of the 2020 goal. Um, I was going to memorize 20 verses. Well, well, see, this is one of those things that should have been like crazy doable because of COVID. Now, I did write the letters. I wrote a lot of letters. I wrote way over 20 cards and letters, like a ton. So I'm kind of like winning. I got one of them. And I grew way over 20 varieties in the garden. So like, yes, I did two things. And maybe I can get more coffee dates done. I could probably wrap it up with a few new recipes here and there. But I think what it has taught me about myself is, one, something that I already knew is that I'm not overly consistent with my goals. <laughs> oh, I was going to lose 20 pounds, you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> so I pulled out this big fancy banner that I had made for myself. It's not fancy, but it is big with all my goals on it this morning. My husband's up and the girls are getting ready to head out to the bus. And they're like, what's that? And we were talking about, I was like, no, these were all my goals. And they're like, mom, maybe you should just change that zero on 2020 to 21. Then you have a whole nother year to do it. And then you only have to add one more thing to each one. And then they're like, wait, no, maybe you should change the second two to three and just make it 2030. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> clearly that's how good I am at setting goals and completing them. Oh my goodness. So I guess I'm not consistent and not a very good goal setter and follower and finisher. Now I have learned about myself that I'm really not a great finisher. The excitement of starting a project or starting something new, that's always very exciting, right? We want to do it. We want to go for it. Like, yay, I'm going to do this thing. And then you get into it and then you do it and you're like, hmm. That's a lot of work. Or, oh, I don't have as much time as I thought for that. Or, oh, I don't really like it. And, oh, I started another thing over here because I like to start things so much that now I don't have time for thing over here. I kind of find myself in that spot right now as I reflect on these goals of 2020. And, oh, my goodness, these should have been really easy to get done with the months and months and months of slow and downtime. Like, 
seriously <laughs> should have been able to do everything on the list. One, I had put the list away, so I kind of forgot about all the things on the list, like the pies and the hikes and things like that. But the memorizing the verses and actually the baking of the pies would have been super easy. I could have done it without much of an issue at all. But I didn't because I actually ended up moving on to new and different things, things not on the list, but a lot of them that were good for me to get done or that I just needed to get done. And because this is a goal list, I couldn't just add the things that I did to my list and, you know, like, check, did that, because that's what I do with my daily list. Who else is a lister out there? Write your list, then do things not on the list. So you add it to the list just to check it off, just to make it feel like, yes, see, I'm doing things. I'm accomplishing. I'm achieving. I'm getting stuff done. Never mind, it wasn't the things that I already wrote on the list. It was something new because I just keep thinking of more, of additional, of new. So I right now am in a season that I know all too well. And maybe you've been there too, a season of, oh, I've taken on responsibility and a couple of things. And now, of course, they all have to happen at the same time. And now I'm getting really crazy and really busy and kind of stressed out. And I'm like, ah, why am I here again? I know better then to do this, I think so many months of kind of slow inactivity made me think, no, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. Like now, things seem to be springing back to life, sort of, a little bit, right? I mean, for us in Wisconsin, kids are in school. My kids in the district we're at, they're in school five days a week. They, they hope to remain there. So we'll see. You never know how things are going to go. Some of our districts are hybrid. They are in school five days a week. So that's a little bit of this normalcy routine that now I have these, this time of I can get these things done. I can do something new. I can add more and more and more and then freak out because I added more and more and more. And here I am. But I can see, okay, I've learned this lesson multiple times. I know what I've done wrong. <laughs> I know that I, all of these things have expiration dates on them. And when we, they're completed and they're done and kind of move on it through them, I'll be like, oh, I'm not doing that again. Not right now. Does anybody else get through this crazy cycle? Get into it, get themselves stuck, doing too much. You're like, what am I doing? I'm killing myself. But at the same time, on the flip side of that coin, is that when I have too much to do, I seem to get a lot done. Does that make sense? Because let's talk about COVID. I had nothing really to do. But you don't get a lot done. It's kind of the urgency of the imperative, the urgency of things that have to get done, keep you moving and going because you have a time constraint or you have a pressure. And when given just all the time in the world or the day to do something, I'm like, oh, I'll do that later. I have all this time. Oh, I'll do that later. And then it just never gets done. So I really, really would like to know if anyone out there relates to this. So I'm actually going to ask for the first time, like, hey, if you relate to this, if you have learned anything about yourself in COVID, kind of like me, not consistent, not a finisher, and even if you didn't learn it for the first time, but you are reminded about it, hit me up on social media. Let me know. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Go to my website. Make a comment. Email. I'd love to kind of hear what you have learned over the course of 2020. Not only have I learned a ton about myself, I think we've all learned a lot about society, a lot about our culture, a lot about our friends and our families, and just things that we weren't really prepared or expecting to learn about one another. So share with me what you've learned. What are you working through or working toward? Did you have big goals for 2020? I want to hear them if you did. Did you make them? 
or are you going to change it to 2021 or 2030 on your list of goals? I haven't decided which one to do yet. Or one of the things that I actually did accomplish was I planted well over 20 varieties in my garden. I have a pretty big garden. I We have like a little mini hobby farm. I love to grow and I'm very much drawn to so much that I learn through the growing process, through nature, through soils and through seeds. And oh my goodness, I could geek out on it for a very long time. And I barely know anything. <laughs> like The amount that I have learned, y- you've gone through this before, right? Like the more and more you learn about a subject, you realize the more and more you don't know. I feel that way about scriptures. I feel that way about gardening and growing. Like you feel like you've just learned so much over the course of the last two years. And then you realize, yeah, but that means I actually know almost nothing. So I'm big into growing and kind of this homesteading. Well, it's a dream, right? To be a big homesteader, but there's a big goal there. That's, oh, canning 20 quarts of tomatoes. That was on the list. And that might actually still happen because my tomatoes are still growing and I have not started canning yet. I just keep chucking the tomatoes in the freezer for the day that I am actually up for a very big, long day of canning. And if you're an aspiring canner and you grow tomatoes and didn't know that you can just throw your tomatoes whole in the freezer, you can, and it's a lifesaver. And as they thaw, the peels will just slide right off and you can get right to work. So that's a little side tidbit for you for your 2020 fall goals if you need to can some tomatoes. But I am, so I'm just really drawn to scripture that uses metaphors of growing and of harvesting and reaping what you sow. And I was thinking about today going, I don't really have any great like wisdom, (laughs) any good lesson on my heart or anything to share other than what I've maybe learned about myself in 2020 and just this whole getting myself back into cycles and bad habits that I know better than to do, that I've learned that lesson before, and yet I'm back at it. But I feel myself very much at this place of, oh, okay, I'm up, I'm moving, I'm active, I'm not being lazy anymore. We're not just going to sit on social media anymore. COVID, (laughs) we got to be done with the sedentary lifestyle of COVID. I got to get up, I've got to get moving. I have now these things that I've overcommitted to, but it has me moving and it has me hungering so much for growing in the word and in the knowledge of scripture and what God has for us. And that just, Psalm 1 keeps coming to my head. It's one of the passages that I had memorized prior to 2020, so I can't take credit for it this year. But if you're familiar with Psalm 1, you might pick out that um, the gardening, the growing aspect that speaks directly to my heart. But it's, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Now, I have not been meditating day and night in 2020. I haven't. I'd like to. I'd like to, and my desire in my heart is there, and I'm kind of moving into this season again because these seasons of being close and learning and growing can last for a long time, and then you can get stuck into this trap of, oh, I don't have time, or oh, later, or oh, I'll just listen to this podcast, or oh, I'll just listen to the Bible app, or oh, I'll just listen to these lessons. I do that. I do a lot of podcasts and listening so that I feel like, I mean, I'm still learning and I still want to do those things, but it's just never quite the same as when I grab my Bible and I open it up and I have it in my hands and I read and I study and I pray and I journal. But Psalms 1-3, it says, He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. 
trees fruit in their season. They have a season. It's a cycle. It comes back every single year. And that's kind of what I feel about some of these mistakes that I learn about myself and some of these habits. I have these cycles, and they come back every year. And I need to use it to refocus myself and reorient myself back towards the Lord, back toward his working in my life, back toward his word and learning and growing. Because there is a season that yields fruit. Galatians 6.9 is another one of my favorites. 6.9 was a verse that was talked on when my kids were really young. It says, do not grow weary in doing what is right, but you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. So being a starter and not a real good finisher, I kind of have that like, okay, if you don't give up, if you don't give up, finish, finish. So that's been this verse that I repeat and say to myself a lot. And this morning, I just happened to read the portion around it rather than just kind of memorizing the verse, just the one that <laughs> I like and suits me and I'd, I can use it. But I'm like, oh, well, let's actually read the whole section to see <laughs> if context, uh, if that makes sense. So Galatians 6 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught up in transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him into a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another burden, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. And I went, hmm, that's pretty good. Verse 4, but let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not his, in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Verse 6, let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, he will reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary in doing what is good. For in the due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. There are some, there are some nuggets in there, and I this whole idea of reaping and harvesting really speaks to my soul and to my heart. And I'm like, what have you, what did you sow this year, Erica? What did you sow in 2020? What are you going to reap from it? I did not sow for many of my goals. Uh, I could have reaped a lot of uh, great new recipes and pies, apparently. That certainly would not have helped with my losing of 20 pounds, but apparently that wasn't going to happen anyway. So there were a lot of things that I could have learned and could have done had I finished or if I had persisted or had been like maintained a, a motivation to move forward. Now, I'm not going to live there. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, woe is me. You totally screwed up again. I'm not going to stay there because there's there's just no time. I don't have the energy. I'm not going to sit there. So what do I take forward from it? The knowing and the understanding that I'm not a real big finisher. The reminder that what I sow is what I will reap. And to use that in a way as I move forward to set realistic expectations for myself. Now, this list could have maybe been realistic. Probably should have like taped it to the fridge so I could see it at all times. I rolled it up and set it on my chair in my room, and then it got covered in clothes, and you know, out of sight, out of mind. I want to challenge us to be kind to ourselves to set realistic expectations, and that when we find ourselves stuck in the cycle of doing the thing 
again that we did last time, but we thought we learned the lesson last time, and here we are learning it again to acknowledge that, to learn from it, to remind ourselves, set realistic expectations, forgive yourself, move on, and keep moving forward. Do not live in the past. Don't grow weary in doing what is good because you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. So don't get frustrated with yourself and just give up. That may not even be like a total correct interpretation of the scripture, but I think it's very apropos and useful for us, especially as women. I don't know that men listen to this podcast. If you do, it probably applies to you too. I don't know. But I think we very easily get frustrated with something and give up. So we still have 14 weeks of 2020. Let us not give up. Let us reap what we sow. And if we didn't sow in January or in June, let's sow now. We still have time. And I pray that you are feeling maybe the motivation or desire that one of those things you want to sow is to finish out this year well in your relationship with the Lord and growing and drawing nearer to him and getting into his word and into his scripture to not give up and to be that man, that blessed man in Psalm 1 that is like a tree planted by the waters. And if you think about that, it's being in the right place at the right time as you're growing, drinking from the waters, you just get to grow and grow and you're not impeded by it because you have everything that you need. And we know that we have everything that we need at our fingertips, especially in the society that we live in. We have all the things that we need to sow well and to reap well. So I will pray for all of us to finish 2020 well, to draw near to the Lord. I know we can do it. And then to get our Christmas shopping going. Let's go, ladies. (laughs) We can do it. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. 